Hare Krishna. Uh, my apologies for not being up regular last week. Uh, I was traveling to Delhi and back, so sometimes I was on a plane, sometimes in a car, uh, sometimes I was on foot, walking on foot, uh, and uh, sometimes I was uh, at Radisham's Jewelers, or or accountant, uh, or uh, I was uh, meeting with uh, disciples. It was uh, it was really quite uh, uh, hectic, and the time was pretty unpredictable. So uh, yeah, what we had is what we had. Uh, now we're back to Mayapur, Hare Krishna, and hopefully another three months of. Uh, nice, peaceful life. Okay, uh, and, uh, but on my way, uh, I really had an experience. You know, Srila Prabhupada often said that uh, India is like a dead elephant, uh, that the dead elephant uh, is still extremely useful. It's hide for making redungas. It's uh, tusks uh, are, are useful, valuable. Uh, you know, it's meat, you can feed it to dogs, and so uh, ele- dead elephant. Uh, uh, a live elephant is worshipped in India, but dead elephant uh, is still still of value. So it's like a dead elephant, but, and I experienced some of the benefits of the in my travels of the dead elephant, and I also experienced uh, how it's continuing to die. Of course, can't say that dead elephants are dying because they're already dead, uh, but they're becoming sort of decaying, decomposing, so they're becoming useless. Uh, yes, uh, I, I went to the, I got to the airport, Calcutta Airport, early. I usually like to go early. I was probably about two and a half hours early. Uh, three hours early, maybe. And as it turns out, the flight was about an hour and a half late. So I ended up sitting uh, there for four or five hours uh, and uh, writing. Uh, In that time that I was sitting there, I had about uh, four people, uh, I think two ladies and two men. And now these are just ordinary people. Uh, They weren't uh, distinguished as devotees in any way. Uh, but still, they came and they bowed down and offered uh, offered uh, obeisances uh, in, right in front of me uh, and touched the feet. Uh, so, offering respect to sadhus, to sannyasis, uh, that's still there. An even, an even more humorous one was when... Uh, I got up from my chair to look at the screen. There was a little distance to see what was going on, everything else I left there. And when I came back, uh, some some kid just uh, sat down in my chair. So I told him, I said, uh, hey, uh, you know, I've been sitting in that chair for the last three hours. I just got up to look at the screen. He just sort of looked up and looked back down like, you know, I hadn't said anything. 
in the row behind me, a little over, there was an elderly gentleman who was listening to me and saw what was going on. And uh, he must have been at least five years older than me. Uh, but he was a real, typical Calcutta uh, gentleman. Now he stood up and he said, Swamiji, please come and sit here. And I laughed. I thought, uh, Hare Krishna Prabhuji, you, you look like you're my age or older. I, I can't take a chair from you. Anyway, we talked and went on for a little while. I ended up standing and chanting Japa until that kid decided that he had enough of uh, looking at his uh, telephone and he got up and went somewhere. And I sat back down on my chair. So that was an example from that uh, simultaneously of, you know, the dead elephant and the other one of the uh, decaying, uh, really uh, decaying uh, elephant. And uh, in my travels, uh, of course, I don't travel so far and wide in India, but in my travels, usually Calcutta was the place where the most ladies wore saris and the most gentlemen wore dhotis. And in the time that I'm sitting there at the airport, uh, sometimes looking up, thinking about what I'm writing, uh, only elderly ladies my age are wearing saris. The young ladies, Whatever they wear in the West, that's what they're wearing here. Uh, whatever the style is, they're, they're up to that. And then, of course, the men, the men were always wearing pants uh, and other types of goofiest hairstyles. They got just the top of their head with hair and all around uh, close shaved. Goofy, that's all I can say. Look, of course, Indian people are goofy whenever they try and uh, uh, copy uh, the uh, Westerners. Yeah. So, yes, uh, both, both were there, and in my travels it continued. Both acts of... Uh, I was sitting beside this one uh, gentleman uh, on the airplane, and... Uh, and I asked, uh, I introduced myself, he introduced himself. I said, what do you do? He says, I'm a, uh, I, I, I train uh, tennis players. I'm a coach. So we talked a little tennis. I don't know much tennis, but uh, well, we talked a little tennis. And then I hadn't eaten up until that time, so I was going to have a Jane. Uh, supper, usually Banamatni uh, organizes my ticket, reserves a Jane supper for me, Jane meal. And uh, the gentleman, you know, when we were ordering, looked at me, he said, uh, would you mind if I ate uh, a non-veg? I, I looked at him, I said, would your grandmother mind? <laughs> and he just sort of, uh, he just sort of smiled at me. Uh, I didn't ask whether his mother, because his mother may be young enough that he would have uh, told me no. Uh, but 
his grandmother definitely. And uh, so he just he just smiled and he told the lady, "I'll just order this veg," and he ordered a veg uh, prep. Uh, we talked a little about the demerits of uh, non-veg. So that was uh, considerate of who was sitting next to you. It's rare. Well, I'm always sitting next to some uh, Indian people on planes, and it's rare that someone really asks whether the, uh, you care or not. Uh, usually they're just eating, drinking, and all that kind of stuff. Okay, Hare Krishna, see you tomorrow.